You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I remember on the preseason I called him on the phone and I asked him how how, how was there and all that he said, look, there is one kid, one fat kid, looking terrible, and I don't know if I want to hug him or uh, or fight him. I said, what, what, like, how old is he? He said, I don't know, 17, 16 years, I don't know, something like that. I said, okay, explain. And he said, look, if I don't come close to him, he would shoot and score every time. If I come close, he would penetrate and score on me. He said, okay, he's strong? He said, no. So, he said, he, when he's playing on post-up, I cannot do anything to him, nothing. And when he said something about that, uh, for some young kids, I knew that he's special. Although at that time, I didn't know who, who, who Jokic is. And that season, uh, in, in uh, Adriatic Basketball League, he showed everybody actually who, who he is. And uh, after that, he went to NBA, but uh, nobody of us could see how big he would be one day. We should have just played Hotel California. You check out. We could check out, but we can't leave, fellas. That's uh, What is up, everybody? And welcome in to the DMVR Nuggets podcast. Let's go. go. Okay, <laughs> unexpectedly, as our flight was canceled yesterday, you might have noticed, man, watching our show, that after what was one of the best days, we talked about this yesterday, one of the best days of all of our collective lives, one of the best days, <laughs> we were still a bit weird. And it wasn't, and we went live at three o'clock in the morning. I don't know, nobody really talked about the fact that we went live at three in the morning because we had so many people tuning in and excited for it. But we were, we were in a weird state of mind, man. We were kind of down bad. I yeah. got a text at 11 o'clock last night that our flight had gotten canceled. 11 o'clock. Our flight was at 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning. Uh, at, so basically 10 hours to go, we get we get a, a thing that were canceled. Too late for you to do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, what were you doing at that moment that you got the text message? I'll tell you exactly what we were doing. That's why I'm excited. I'm, I want to know this part. We were waiting for Jokic <laughs> in the hallway outside of Serbia's locker room. The meeting with Jokic, that, you know, when he comes by, kind of gives whatever, says his thing, uh, good for you guys or whatever. That, that was honestly like five minutes after finding out I was not going to be home with my kids right now. Yeah. And, and like, look, I, we love it here. We've talked about it. I, I, you know, I was happy to be here, but this is the longest I've ever gone without seeing my kids. They're like five and seven years old. Oh, yeah. You can play the sad violin yeah. for me. Honestly, guys, the longest I've ever gone. So now it extends. And I was like, honestly distraught. But um, you know, we rallied, and we always do rally every single time. Every single time, no matter the circumstances, we're going to rally. Now we are presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can use promo code. DMVR whenever you sign up. Brendan, vote. He's home. He had a different oh, flight than bastard. us. I that know, lucky man. mother. He already sent us the text message. Yeah, and I was like, I don't need to see that, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad you're home, but uh, it's. I wish. I wish he would have been doing that dance. I wish he would have sent a video of him doing that <laughs> oh, dance in his home. That would have been so good. Yeah. Um, and Eric. Uh, on vacation, he had the news today, and you know, everybody found out he had find, found a. Um, uh, <laughs> well, he put it on on Twitter, so now it's a public no, I know. I, I just know. was curious how you're going to frame. Yeah, it. I, I was too. As I started going, I started that sentence. So I'm like, where am I going here? Um, you know, him and his girlfriend taking a little bit of mini vacation. So uh, congrats to them uh, out there. And it's just us suckers. I know. <laughs> a little bit later in the show, I will we're have... De we're delirious yeah. right now. Uh, a little bit later in the show, we will have super producer Kale step in front of the mic, something hey, rarely get, uh, hey. does. And we're also going to have the man with the uh, eye behind the camera. Man, that, that's not like the, the man, man with, with his <laughs> eye Cyclops. behind Cyclops. <laughs> the lens. Uh, Ryan Green will just share some of their perspective. But today is going to be a mailbag episode. 
And I'm excited to get to it. We put it out there, you know, end of the week. We had one more show to do this week and planned on doing it when we got back, kind of a retrospective. But hey, we're here. Why don't we get some of this stuff out of the way? And we got some really good questions. In fact, we have so many that I kind of want to dive right into it quickly. Um, otherwise, we won't get into all, get to them all. Um, but the first one, the first question I have actually comes from myself. Oh, by the way, actually, before we get into it, how'd you guys like that story from Milan Doset? Wasn't that fantastic stuff? Milan Doset, if you guys don't know, people, especially in the States, aren't going to know or might not know. Uh, professional player for Red Star it is now what's the title? Scouting sports, no, sports director. Sports director for Red Star. So in 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 you know operations for for Red Star. And he was fantastic. I can't wait to share that interview with you. We got to do it down on the court right there in Alexander Nikolic uh, Hall, mm-hmm. right on the basketball court, well lit. I gotta say, man, one thing, little thing we haven't talked about: the Serbs, very good um, flair for for art. Yeah. So we show up. Yeah. All right, we show up, and uh, you know it's empty arena now, and we're talking to him in the in his hall. They had like, apparently just finished up practice, but when we went down there, it was pitch black. Yeah, and so he tells like we sit there and we start talking. And RG, one of the things that makes him great, he films everything. <laughs> he's just always filming. So we have a little bit of back and forth. We're sitting in this like office, un- undescript office, and he's like, "Do you guys? Why don't we go down to the court? Um, that might make for a better, you know." He's like, "Would you guys like to do that?" We're like, "Absolutely." Oh, he knew what he was doing. He had the janitor <laughs> down there, and he's like, "Go ahead and hit the light." Boom, spotlight right uh, on the court. Right. Like, honestly, man, it was the most – it looks so gorgeous. You saw the, the look. We, we have a couple of different things. You've seen some of the pictures. Yeah. A little spotlight coming down right on the court. Looked like We looked like angels. Yeah, so um, I was once in a relationship, and um, <laughs> she said that she wanted uh, me to be more of a, a presenter, um, just be more romantic mm, and okay. things like that. Yeah. And what I've noticed about yeah. – um, the Serbian people is they're they're good about presentation yeah, and so, how they so make true. you feel and how they make you look and wow. for him to have the spotlight come straight on to <laughs> you guys like now that's something that y'all are always going to uh. remember you did an interview on the middle of the court um, with the lights on dark arena and then they turned on the lights and you know you've been talking about the experience of what the arena looked like and how the seatings were up yeah. and, and things like that so like they they know what they're doing yeah, yeah. that arena is crazy too. Like, I tweeted out a video of it, I think, when we got there. But the walls, it, it's not like a traditional arena in the States. It's yeah. just specifically made for basketball. And it's pretty small. And the walls just go straight up. Yeah, like, it's really it's steep. Pretty, it's pretty vertical. If you fall down those. And here's what's funny, man. Um, Only, like, I don't know, 5,000 people, maybe. Like, it, it's small. Man, did he tell us the story about fans getting kicked out, or was that somebody else? No, that was him. All right, I yeah. I'll save it. I'll save it. Then I'll save it because it's going to be too good. I'll have to oh, save that it for the documentary. Good. I heard that one. It was, it was, not, I was like, what? It's a great yeah. story for the documentary. Um, I have, the first question comes from Adam Mades. <laughs> so a little peek behind the curtain when you when you do a mailback episode, you just really you know want to get a, a take off. You just. <laughs> Submit your own question, usually under a fake name, but this was under a real name. <laughs> what, what fake name would you give me? Give me a fake name. Uh, I don't like Alexander Nikolic. <laughs> wow. The Godfather himself. Um, my question, did Coach Pesic, this is my worst one. They're all going to be so mad at me, my pronunciation. It's the one I can't do. That's, there's probably a lot I can't do. Did Coach Pesic smile after the Sambor shuffle? Did he smile? Kale, can we roll that beautiful footage? Play it once through all the all the Coach way here. Coach let, let me see if we, if we can't. You kind of kind of tilt it for me, so maybe yes, I can see. I don't know. We don't have a monitor. We're in our we're in our makeshift uh, uh, thing here. So Jokic hits the Sambor. Superstar. Yeah, I gotta be able to do it. He hits the Sambor. He's running back, and he has a big big grin on his face. Jokic is feeling it. I thought this was the icer. I thought it was all over. Yeah. Pesic, if you look at him, first of all, he's um. I don't get this. I don't can't say this for certain. I don't get the sense that he's a guy that's like smiling all the time. No, he's a military general. I feel like. I an, I, an old school dude. Somebody I know, I think it was last star. week, asked him a question in English, or, and he just was like, yeah, I'm not question. Even though he's I, I for don't have is. time for this. Yeah, get out of here. But freeze it. Can we freeze frame it? Oh, here he goes. All right. Are you freeze framed? Oh. Right there. There it is. There it is. There right it is. At the last second, I feel like a small, It's not. I wouldn't say it's a smile. I would say it's like 30, 40% smile. It's kind of close to a shit-eating grin <laughs> it's like this kid <laughs> De- we, got, we got to get dev's ruling on this i don't think it's a smile 
I think it's like one of those like wow that just happened. Like I think he was nervous. <laughs> they went into overtime after having you know a lead. But this um, way I think put him up eight <coughs> points with exactly. a minute thirty. So that was like one of those like oh man I'm glad that those type. I think he he felt relieved even when you look at uh, Jokic he goes and smiles like like wow that that yeah. went in um, type of shot. But I do think that he was just like. That is a tough shot, and, and he made it, one of those. So the camera pans away, and I feel like if the camera would have hung on him for another second, I mean, they want to get back to Jokic. We would have a definitive answer on this one. But I do think that I, I am going to go ahead and say I feel with confidence that he was en route to a smile. And I think it's cool because, look, Jokic, um, we've, every, we've talked about this so much. He's the only player that makes me laugh every game. Yeah. Every single game he does something that makes me laugh. And, like, even a guy like Pesic, Who's not there to laugh? He didn't show up like Hasich hey, has some seen jokes. a lot. He's seen a lot. This guy has seen a lot of Serbia uh, basketball. Yeah, exactly. And he sees that one going, and I think he was like all of us, just just reduced. Like, like we we this, ride like this, and this I think he rides like this. Guy. But this one got him up to here. He was kind of like, oh, holy crap! Well, Giannis, maybe the best defender in the world. Uh, Jokic just one-footed spitting three-point shot from the corner, nothing but net, and uh, and was like walking back on it. And he's just like, man. Even even Pesic loves the Sombor shuffle. Um, all right, our next question, which is a really our first question. That one came from me. Uh, Philip asks, can we please talk about Jokic's dunk yesterday? Mm. Looked really different. He jumped pretty high for his usual dunk. Not really a question, just a quick reminder of what we didn't mention yesterday. It is a question, um, as well as a reminder, and it's a great question. We talked about a lot of things yesterday, and as I mentioned, we were delirious. Do you have the highlight here, Kale? Are you able to play this one? Let's go ahead and roll that one. Roll that beautiful footage. So what you're going to notice about this is that Jokic doesn't just like score the basket. He cocks it back. He cocks it back. I'm serious. Like ah, from that angle, you almost can't quite tell. But when he goes up, and we were like worried about using too much of the FIBA, but, you know, we don't want FIBA to like give us a strike or something. But he kind of goes up, cocks it behind his head. Yeah, there's a little cock there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's some cock. Wow. All right, Harrison. I see cock too. All right. He's easy, dude. I know you've been here a while. Um, honestly, I watched this play. You can go up on the highlights on YouTube or whatever. And not just that. I said Jokic like, was so focused and so everything. I'm telling you, Dev, watching this game, he just looks, and, and really all these games with this one in person, and I'm like, Jokic is athletic. He's not going to ever poster you know, this or that. But I'm telling you, he's an athletic challenge for people now. Like, well, first was go with the hand-eye coordination. He went and grabbed it, you know, oh, threw him off. Course. He gets his feet, like, right. Then he goes and dunks it with the left, and he adds a little flair to it. Like, yeah. that shows the athleticism there. Yeah. Um, usually it would be like a, a tiger dunk where he's just, yes. like, barely touching the rim. But this Ooh. one, he grabbed the rim a little bit and, like, got some energy going. So, like, I do think that he's in his best shape that he's ever been in right now. Like, he's strong. Um, he's nimble um, and agile right now. And that mixture just makes him like very dangerous. Yeah. He looks more flexible to me, mm -hmm. like more malleable. Like <laughs> his hips look quicker. Like he looks shift look quicker. shiftier. Okay. Like he's just flexible. I, I feel yeah. like um, he's just able to like see, get it getting around Giannis. Like get getting around guys. At, and these couple games we've watched, like he does look quicker. He looks nimble. He looks light on his feet. Looks more athletic yeah. to me. I and I even just think like quicker, like one step or catch on the move. I mean, we talked about how last year one of the things, especially in the back half of the year, one of the things that was a major improvement for him was that ability to like catch on the move, like off mm -hmm. of a cut on the move and, and beat guys. And I just thought I saw those yesterday quite a bit. Like he's comfortable doing that. You go from okay now. I can do that, maybe off a design play, or I even surprised myself there, to now maybe there's games like that Pelicans game, the red headband game against Memphis, like those, like those games where he's actually doing it a lot, like four, five, six, seven times in a row, and you're just like, man, this guy's he's in his bag right now, and he's feeling he's quick. To now, I just feel like it's who he is. Like He's got that part of his game. That's why I say Jokic is better, and it's a little disguised right now, but he's better than ever. So, yes, we should talk about it. We did talk about it. Oh, so Blanco says, does being in Serbia and understanding Jokic at a deeper level, along with taking a new perspective on NBA Nuggets, make you feel more or less confident at Denver Nuggets Championship? I like this one. After this week, I know it's weird to say after this week has nothing to do with the Nuggets. After this week, are you more or less or equals confident in the Nuggets' championship odds now and we'll say in the sh next year or two? Um, 
I think I think I'm a little bit more confident. First, you know, he's getting everyone back, but also I feel like he's not having that same pressure that he had on him, um, especially the last time around, just because he did not get to play for his national team. So I felt like he wore that on his shoulders. Of um, some people are feeling like he uh, upset some people, so I think that he finally puts his guard down. Um, into it. I also think that like just mentally, um, you know, going through this and then getting a win against Greece and hopefully they make a deeper run um, that his confidence is higher. Like, hey, I'm I'm the best in the NBA. I'm the best in Euro basketball. I'm the best basketball player in the world. Getting a win over Giannis um, in that type of fashion, um, down their second best player, down other, you know, players uh, for the country. I think that that does something for him mentally. Like I could win in the NBA with the best players um, in the world. I could win, you know, at home with some really good players from my, you know, from my country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that like just mentally, I think he's a little bit more loose um, and just not overthinking it and just now able to just play basketball. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting you bring up just like the Euro basket and, and this Greece game into the into the point because like this Greece game has nothing to do with the Euro basket tournament coming up mm-hmm. next week other than you know maybe just building confidence for Serbia going into that thing. So yeah, I mean who who knows how that, that tournament's gonna gonna sort itself out and, and the state he's gonna be in when he comes to training camp. Um I think I I do feel a little better about like the Nuggets championship hopes. I, I thought they could definitely win the championship this season before we came here. But, um, you know, seeing him and I think mentally where he's at right now is in a really good spot. He yeah. seems loose. He seems happy. Yeah. You know, he seems happy to be back home in his country, like around his teammates during this time. And he had a good time at Bogdan Bogdanovich's 30th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> that, that looked like fun. He just seems to be in a good spot mentally and obviously physically with his game. Yeah. I like your point about like different players and stuff that because one of my notes that, that as I, as you were talking and I was thinking about this, one of the cool things about yesterday was when Micic went down, there was less of a sense of despair. Maybe it's just because I don't yeah. have the history with Micic, but it almost felt like it was like, damn, we just lost our second best player. All right, let's go. Like, you know, all right, mm-hmm. what's next? And you just kind of roll with it. And I do wonder how much of that – look, that was the team. I give credit, uh, Serbia credit. I kept talking about how tough they were. Part of it was how they just responded to that with like, all right, next man up, let's go. Just yeah. don't even think about it. Let's just keep going. And But I do think that Jokic has probably l- earned or built up a lot of that in himself over the last two years. Like, those guys went down and we kept talking about one of the things we love about Jokic. Their season seemed like there was really no point when Murray went down. He's like, well, we'll just go down swinging then. Yeah. And, and we love that about him, and we love that about this team in, in general. There was some of that. As far as do I feel more confident in the Nuggets, my answer is yes, and it actually has nothing to do with watching the game. It actually has none of that. Talking to the people and better understanding, um, and this is going to sound funny. I know people are going to think that we're like overstating this. I honestly don't think I am, and I don't, like, I don't think they think we are. The, the Serbian perspective on basketball, like even talking to Milan Dosed, who was on, on the beginning of this thing, even talking to him at the t- uh, in the thing and asking him about, like, what was your favorite poster or some of your career? Just, like, fun stuff. This wasn't for the documentary. We were just kind of BSing at the end of the interview. I think it was even after the interview. We were just talking after the camera mm-hmm. stopped rolling. Um, and he's like, I just don't think of it that way. Like, you guys have to understand. We only think about this as, like, a team. Like, we're not when we're practicing, we're not practicing things like, does this work for me? It's like, how does this fit in a team system or whatever? And just knowing that that's Jokic's perspective and seeing him kind of grow as a leader and growing more and more influential on this team, my I've always said this Nuggets team is good. If they're going to win one, it's going to look most like the 2014 Spurs. And I'm more confident, I think, now, knowing how ingrained that is into the basketball culture out here and seeing Jokic rise, I just think that they're more likely to get to reach the 2014 Spurs level of connectedness and chemistry than, than I was before this trip. I'm like, you know what? They're going to get there. They're going to get there. I just know. And we talk about how can Yoke get better. In a lot of ways, it's like how can he better drag the team to that? Not by being a good player, but by dragging them to like, hey, this is it. This is the thing I've been pre Like a coach usually does this role, but a great player does it, and I'm just more confident that that's going to happen for them mm-hmm. at some point. Um, fun one here. Um, I was sitting next to a Greek reporter yesterday when I was talking about there's no cheering in the press box in the U.S., man. They were, <laughs> what would you say on a scale of like D-line's ascension into heaven in the yeah. stands that, we, that made the Twitter rounds and like complete stoicism, not showing any emotion, where would you say the press box was, say, in the fourth quarter of last, last night's game? Probably like 
a six or a seven. I agree. I agree. It started at like a three. We're yeah. like uh, somebody a play would happen and guys would be like, "Man, that was awesome," or like, "Like, whoo, boy," you know, like like mild, like whatever. Like, and, and even that's different than what it would be in the U.S. But by the end of it, man, the Greek guy was like, oh, my God, come on, no. I was just like, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Yeah, just like shouting stuff and just banging on the table. It was funny because we told uh, Miroslav, we were like, hey, no cheering in the press box. We're giving them the rules. And uh, he, the whole time he's like this. Well, he was the most well-behaved. Yeah. He was trying his hardest to not do it. And, and second off, nobody's ever going to reach um, – that level of, of ascension, like D line. Like, I know that that is a epic. Ryan photo, being man. able to get that moment. I know. How did like, you get that? That's that's D line all the time. Just happy and cheerful and just like really going through the emotions. He wears his heart on his sleeve and yeah. he's a fan. And yeah. I love the the response back to watching that that video. Someone was like, it was actually the Serbian football um, on Twitter. They're like, this guy is not even Serbian. <laughs> so think about like everyone else seeing this. this American, American. <laughs> this American is going nuts right now on this team. Oh, like, like you're like, wow, what, what is really happening? Um, so, but yeah, I think that that's hilarious to like just have the the idea that there's no cheering because these are people from this country that like you know they're gonna root for their team and everyone knows they're rooting for their team. <laughs> also, his pose in that picture <laughs> so that's perfect. like a classic D line pose. <laughs> it really is. You know that's. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like D-line cheering. If you just Google you, search you that, pull it up, this. Kale? But you should pull it up. Because one of the other most underrated things about that photo is that nobody else is cheering. <laughs> <laughs> but that was – how was nobody else cheering? That it's was after the Sombor, right? You know why? It's because I think – that was like 15 seconds after. Like everybody <laughs> cheered, and then the game was going on. But Eli was still ascending. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I'm not done it's yet." Just frozen in the moment. It was so perfect, man. Um, that we got it up on there. Just look at nobody. Nobody. Else, everybody else has passed the point. Vote still clapping, but what have you? Um, let's see if we can't sneak in a couple more here. Who's your favorite? Lycos. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Chris Marlowe too. I love it. Yeah, so it really perfect. is the same thing. That's actually man. perfect. It actually is perfect, man. Shouts to Marlowe, man. Shouts yeah. to Marlowe. He would have had a great time calling the game yeah, yesterday. Uh, Lycos asks our, the homie Lycos, who's your favorite non-Jokic or Micic player from Team Serbia? And best play that didn't involve either of them last night. Might have been that Yamaraz three. Yeah, it was for me. Just probably. that step in three, man. That was insane. That was cold. The, blooded. I don't know the name, but the backup center yeah. is Milutinov. Milot- oh, he's yeah. he's so good. He's like a good when, player. When Jokic goes out the game, like you just feel confident yeah, that they're still going to be able to hold the, the, the lead and Greece. things like that. As far as the play. Uh, the biggest play to me, like that, does not get talked about is Greece was making a run to get back into the half, and that flip shot, I think it was Mitic actually, um, at the buzzer, he did like a flip shot, like caught it off guard, understood oh, the yeah. timing, and did a flip that actually just went straight in mm-hmm. the rim. That might be right. That yeah. kept all the energy right. like for the team, and and that put them into the half. Like, okay, you know, we still got this. Uh, uh, Hater skater asked a similar question: Which of the Jokic teammates from the national team would you like to see in Denver? My, I don't know that there is a guy. Like, I don't know these guys' game well enough. Like, I don't like giving takes when, I, when I'm shooting from the hip, and I'm shooting from the hip on all of these. So forgive me, because that could be wrong on this. But I, I, Lucic for me is Yeah, the guy. I was thinking Lucic. Six, eight, three. Uh, he shoots the ball. His shot looks great. His cutting is great. He knows the game. He's tough as nails. I, he's got a good body on him, a good build on him. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a Lucic fan. <laughs> I'm a Lucic fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you have been talking about Lucic him. is like their Iron Man, right? I mean, other than Yoke, but I mean, Lucic played 40 minutes in that game. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, man. and just fit in. Mine's is still the backup. Wait, center. 40 minutes? How? Wait, is that the entire game except for five? Like, yeah, well, it's ten no, minutes. I think quarters, that Giannis right? played 40 minutes as well. Man, um, yeah, it was yeah. Just, Giannis played 40. Yeah, I guess so they matched minutes exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Lucic and Giannis. That was the guy. Even and he was the one that was trying to guard him until Jokic was like, "I want to guard him." Right. Um, but mine's is still the backup center, just because. Um, Denver has DeAndre Jordan. I don't know if you guys know that. But they have, you know, him as the backup. I would like them to to bring this guy over and Lucic's also Lucic's also just you know, he's got a nose for the ball. That's my read. Nose for the ball, three steals last night. Just knows where to be. He's good, man. He's just good. All right, let's hit our first break on the other side. We got a lot more questions to go. Uh, and then a little bit later on the show, we're gonna bring in some voices you haven't heard yet. Ivaka is the new goat in Colorado sports, the greatest of all TV. Mm. Ivaka TV. Shout out Ivaka. Shout, shout, out, out. shout out Ivaka, man. Always They've been awesome this trip. 
They deliver amped up sports coverage for Colorado fans featuring Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, and the NFL Network. Tons of other entertainment channels as well. 60 of them. News, movies, and more. Ivaca, it's only $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee, but we're going to hook you up with a discount. Go to ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. Get $10 off your first three months with uh, that that address. Go to that link, ivaca.tv slash Colorado 10. Get $10 off your subscription to Evoca TV for those first three months. No contracts, no hidden fees. That's Evoca TV. And then at DraftKings Sportsbook right now, guys, college football is back. It's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook to celebrate the best time of the year. New customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. You got same game parlays that you can do as well. Combine a bunch of bets into one single one for an even bigger payout. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code DNVR. Bet just $5 on college football. Get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. One per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And finally, a quick DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, no access to DraftKings here in Serbia, unfortunately. Andre Simone of uh, DNVR Bets, Andre Simone, he sent me this one. Northwestern plus 12 versus Nebraska in uh, really? college That's football. Uh, being is, played in Dublin this weekend. Is this week zero? I believe so. Uh, week zero? Yeah, football's about to start. Put it, about are to you start. excited? I am excited. He's excited because there's more stuff to bet on. Exactly. That's, that's I've been excited. saving money so yeah. I could play. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm going to get into a rhythm. Yeah. I'm gonna but do but that's the DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Northwestern plus 12. Oh, my God. I'm going to get into a so rhythm. So blame Andre if, if that one goes off the rails. Uh, Joshua asks us, I got one I've been thinking about. Who is the backup point guard on games when Bones Highland starts? Ish Smith, Bruce Brown, somebody else? What do you think, Dev? Uh, there's oh. going to be games, by the way, I think, early on. Maybe not. but Maybe the be. second game of the year. <laughs> well, I do, Maybe the home opener. <laughs> I do think that they're going to give Ish Smith um, like a, a chance early on, uh, especially because you just don't want to wear guys down. You don't want to wear you know, your, your players down. And um, the Nuggets don't really have you know, many guard options. You're going to be working Jamal Murray into getting into playing shape and just playing. Um, you already know that Bones Island is going to play a lot of you know pretty much starter minutes um, while they're doing that, and um, I, I don't expect Jamal Murray to play a lot on back to backs and things like that. So you you brought this guy in, you're going to play him for a bit, and also Ishmith is good. He, he's a good oh, guard. We know that. <laughs> so like I really do think that, um, especially early on, you you look at this being a contending team. Um, you're going to play your guys so you're not wearing them down because you're going to need everybody at full strength at the end of the year. So that that would be my um, option or who I think that they elect mm-hmm. to go with. I'd say Ishmith too. I think Bruce Brown's going to play some point guard this year, but I bet it's you know during the game, like within the flow of the game with maybe the bench unit a little bit or you know if he's playing next to Jamal. I, I think it'd be Ish. Michael Malone loves him. He's a big fan. He coached him in Golden State when he was an assistant there. And Ish Smith, you see the videos that the Nuggets are putting out. He's been in Denver for like the entire summer ever since that trade got finalized, I think. So he's been working out, doing all the right veteran things. So I, I'd say Ish Smith. I think that's probably the right answer. Uh, um, Bruce Brown at point guard. I don't know that we're going to see that a whole lot. Honestly, this this position, this is one of the things I think you, you could, could be a little bit concerned about with the Nuggets. It's a little bit thin. But, um, yeah, Ish Smith maybe has a big role early on. Uros asks, how would you rate the safety in Serbia, and have you had any negative experiences in this regard? It's kind of funny, man. Um, I asked some people this on my way over, just like, hey, man, is there anything I need to know, safety-wise or whatever? And one person in particular goes, that's such an American question. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. And before this, I would have thought thought so too. Um, But as far as the safety, like you go out, we've been going out at night or coming back later um, to do shows and things like that. Um, there are women walking by themselves late at night. Um, as far as the safety on the street, I'm the only one scared. Uh, you know, when they're when they're driving, 
everything is moving so fast. The lanes are like a lot <laughs> right. smaller. The, the only time I haven't felt safe is walking through a crosswalk sometimes. Yeah, so I'm going to get run true. over. It's but like, you just go and just because you just don't you, don't you don't see it, you don't understand. They truly do use crosswalks. Right. Here. It's um, just a different crosswalk mentality here than, <laughs> yeah. than in the states <laughs> i i thought i was a good driver i am not a good driver because i would not have lasted out here and we have not seen one car wreck right with all of this hunk and all yeah. this everybody Honking going works. from different ways like it's, it it works um so as far as safety i feel safe the entire time and also people are just so happy and excited to see us and also just be around um the people that don't know us they're just minding their business and things like that there's not anything in between that so as far as safe i feel completely safe out i here. feel safer here than in downtown denver oh probably. for sure and look we sure. were walking today we probably got recognized like i don't know Eight people said what up to us just on our walk to lunch and back. Or had a to nice dinner walk and back. with a really a bunch of trees on the street. It was gorgeous. It was yeah. nice, and, nice and shaded. Yeah, saw a bunch of fans, you know, just said what up. They said what up back and, you know, went on our way. It yeah. was great. Um, Bazaar asks, how, how did you feel about Jokic playing for Serbia prior to this trip? Because most people in the U.S., don't care about national competition and don't want players from the team that they support to play, but they actually do, uh, don't know how important it is for them. We talked about this one a little bit yesterday. The one thing I will say is that with Euro, with like Eurobasket or World Cup or whatever, my interest was pretty mild. Back in the day, I used to love watching Team USA, you know, the mm -hmm. Redeem team and, and, and the 2012 team. Like, I was pretty into that, and I would actually, I would, some of the games were in the middle of the night or six in the morning or whatever, and I'd get up and watch them if I, was, if I had the opportunity. So I would go out of the way to watch them. I got to say, this trip, though, definitely made me like, no, I got to catch all the Serbian games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of I got to watch them all live. I'm not going to you know, wake up and do it later or this or that. I think, well, I, think I might miss the Sunday one, though. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if we make it back. Turkey maybe, on maybe, Sunday? We'll, maybe we'll just go to Turkey. Oh, maybe dude, no, that's a trigger word for me right now. <laughs> that's a real Turkey. trigger. Oh, don't say that. We're down so bad, guys. I don't, we don't look at it. We put on a brave face. <laughs> we're down so bad. Um, what about you, Dev? Um, I feel like there's a, a better sense of understanding, um, you know, now that I'm here. Like, be prior to this, I didn't understand Eurobasket I, I, at all. Um, I kind of just put it in the same, like, lens of, like, Olympics. I didn't understand that there was different times in – um, I just it was I just not understanding of it now that I'm seeing it now I'm seeing how much the people care and also the history behind yeah. it and how people follow the players um, in their like respected leagues and things like that I'm like okay I'm all in on this I want to you know watch a little bit more and now not only watching Serbia I'm now going to want to watch um, you know the other teams um, that that are going into it and see how good those players are like just walking into the arena I was completely thrown off guard when I seen Tyler Dorsey. I'm like, hold on, what? You know, like, how is this happening? Yeah. And he played extremely well on, on top of that. Um, but it's just pretty cool to see that these players play in their other leagues but then come in for, you know, um, their country and give their all in, and everybody's all in on them. So um, I think there's a difference there. It's, it's funny. Also, you learn just some of the little things here. Like, the, the way I, I, I'm a complainer, this is like when I complain about football or as we say, soccer, mm. when I complain about it because I don't watch it. So, like, the guy that doesn't watch it, why should I tell you how to change your game to make it better? Like, oh, there's nobody scoring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this is how I feel about the World Cup and, and the Olympics is that the qualifying is so – I hate it. I just want to see the best competition, you know, all the, all the time. And, like, the new rules, in my opinion, make it hard for that to happen. The fact that mm -hmm. Serbia or Greece or maybe both won't end up qualifying for the World Cup, I'm like, right. no, they both should be in there. We, your best tournaments should have Giannis and Jokic-led teams in them. So I hate that. But Eurobasket, what makes it cool is you do get all the good teams in it because it's, you know, more teams you don't have not have the opportunity. So Eurobasket to me almost feels like it should be the big one. Um, and it's cool. And I do kind of like the idea. The only thing I would say is I do like the idea of these different types of competition, maybe a little bit having a little bit different rules or seating or brackets or what have you. But I just wish it was easier to qualify. Um, I love Jokic playing for Serbia this summer, though. Yeah, I've, I'm just happy he is. I'm, I'm excited to watch this team over the next couple of weeks. I'm excited that he's playing for it. I, I, I 100% support him playing for Team Serbia right now. Um, Camellia asks, is Dev single? <laughs> no way. <laughs> and why wasn't – this is the real question. Why wasn't he accredited, which I think means credentialed, credentialed. for last night's game? Um, I can answer this one. Unless you want to answer it. Well, first off, you hear about all these relationships. You think I'm single? <laughs> like, come on, man. He's in a dozen relationships. You're not hurt? He's in no, so no, many of relationships. Of course I'm not single. Of course I'm not. Guys I'm loved. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but the, as for the uh, uh, accreditation process, a couple things, man. 
we did not know how this trip was going to go. I, you know, in, in the U.S., it's hard to get credentialed to events. It's pretty hard. And oftentimes you have to build up like a reputation. You could, you could be whatever, a big name here or there to get a credential to a new place. It's like, well, you got to kind of earn my trust. Here's one. When we applied, I thought one, two, okay, that's the best. And then I knew applying with RG as a camera person was different. So it was like, okay, two reporters, if only one of us gets it, say it only went to wind and not me, bummer. But I'd be like, okay, if it went to me and not wind or whatever, like, okay, we got one of our two main sort of like, uh, you know, writers, analysts or what have you. But in hindsight, yeah, it would have been great to have everybody credential. I just honestly didn't even consider that that was a, a possibility. But second, you know, one of the cool things about our company is that we have all these different types of people covering. Like D-Line, for example, has never been credentialed. And, I'll, and, you know, as much as I think he would like to go and do some fun stuff, he doesn't want to be a reporter. He doesn't want, he doesn't want that responsibility that comes uh, with that. D-Line Weedham, DMVR Sports, uh, Coach D-Line Weedham, <laughs> But what's cool about that is watching from the stands – gives a different perspective. Like, they had a different perspective yeah. than what we had just sitting there. Dev had a different perspective. <laughs> yeah. We had, we had the credentialed reporters. We had D-Line ascending to the heavens, and we had Dev, the celebrity. Yeah, the, yeah. the celebrity. <laughs> so we got a little bit of everything. And I, I personally, I, I love that for our company. I think it gives us all of the different, like, sort of uh, yeah. takes and perspectives on it, and I think it's really cool. Uh, in, a, in a perfect world, we would have, like, eyes in all different places of the arena, you know, courtside, media seats. Up, up Actually, top, uh, so... I, so I'm gonna say Dino or Dino 92 AVFC. Um, he put your your seating placement yesterday was spot on. Adam and Wynn as media members, Dev as a superstar <laughs> sitting courtside with Boban and other celebs. Eric and vote as the man of the people among the crowd. Definitely. I honestly look, man, how how I would have drawn it up, like honestly, perfectly how I would have drawn it up. So I thought it was really cool over here. MBA by MBA asked how much uh, how much your knowledge about basketball in general expanded that you never anticipated. Um, on this trip, it goes on a little bit more, but I'll let it be on the screen. That's the real thing. How much of your knowledge of the game do you think has expanded? Um, I think that uh, there's a little bit more understanding of why Jokic plays the way that he plays. Ah, and, that's so good. Um, just like the, the mentality and um, unselfishness and high IQ because you see it in, you know, the everyday people that don't play basketball, you know, or – not anymore and things like that. So I do think that that has expanded for sure. I think there's also the appreciation of um, these might not be our best players, you know, in the country, but they're pretty much the best players in the country. So like, you know, they're not at Jokic level, but these are some of the best players that are playing in um, Turkey and other, you know, countries like that. And there's also a history to them. Like we do this, um, um, especially like at the high school level with like the top, you know, 50 rankings and all those type of things. Um, they send them to other countries and they just go um, all out and, and things like that. And they follow them. They truly do follow them and stuff like that. So I think it's just more so the understanding of like the, the minds um, uh, of everyone out here. Yeah. I think I definitely have a, a, a more of an understanding. Like Serbian basketball to me is just the purest form of basketball maybe. Sharing the ball, team game, everybody's involved. Like to me, that is the beautiful game. Like that's beautiful basketball to me, and I think it's kind of basketball at its purest. So, learning about the history of it and talking to people, all the people that we talk to, interviewing them, and just really understanding what the Serbian game is all about—that's definitely brought in my knowledge. I. I, I, I I would say it's like one of my favorite types, but I, I don't know that I, I always hate when you, when we start to say it's like the purest form as if it's in like the, the perfect ideal. I think it's certainly my favorite style and a proven successful style. Mm -hmm. It's harder to achieve. It's funny. Like there's this sense when you sometimes talk about playing as a team or this or that as if it's like an easy thing, but like morals corrupt you from doing it, but it's not, it's actually a really hard thing to do anything sure. like um, five people all in perfect concert. It's hard to do anything to people. We were on a trip here with five people or seven people. You know, it gets complicated to coordinate just the rhythms and everything that's going on with everybody. It comes really, really hard. Doing that on a basketball court at the highest level of physical competition, all the way with the skill and everything else is really, really tough. Um, but that's the beautiful thing about the game, man. Like, I did the show with George Carl, who was a coach for I don't know how many years. He was in the NBA around coaching, playing, around basketball, I should say, coaching and playing for, you know, 60 years. And it was cool to, for even him, the game is a thing that's still, he's still learning. He's still yeah. a student. You're probably a student of the game on basketball until you decide no longer, you're no longer learning anything and you shut your brain down, which hopefully never happens. 
Um, Matthew Kamira asked, did you learn anything about yourself while on this trip that you didn't know before? That's deep, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is deep. Let's pull up the therapy Ooh. session here. There's, we've, we've like, I don't want to, sometimes we try to be like too profound or something like <laughs> this, you know, like uh, the meaning of life, Harrison, how was it revealed to you through Burek? Man, I can walk a lot further than I thought I could oh, walk. Oh boy. That it, for sure for me. Um, I think mine's is, um, dang, I just lost it. You lost it? it? Man, he almost it. had something. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this. You know, this was obviously a risk for us and, our, and for our company coming out here. Um, anytime you do something like this, no other company's doing this. Like, mm -hmm. no other company's sending especially seven people to a foreign country um, and, and saying, let's go see what happens. And one of the things when I was sitting there uh, trying to decide whether we're going to pull the trigger on this or not, knowing all of the different moving parts and everything, one of the things I kept saying was like, I kept thinking, I was like, man, it's making me nervous, you know, like the, the, mm. the, the, the actual pulling the trigger because this is such a big thing. And the reason I ended up pulling the trigger was I felt like since the pandemic, me personally, I had fallen into this rhythm of being too comfortable, maybe being too, ca uh, too cautious with things. And like, look, we're a startup company. There's no guarantee what our success is going to look like long term or, or this or that. And I remember thinking like, you know, being it's been a while since I had been so far outside of my comfort zone. And I was like, I kind of want to put myself there again just to see what happens. And so I pulled the trigger like, here we go. And here we are. And I got to say, this trip was wildly uncomfortable mm -hmm. <laughs> in the best ways. Like it was really great. And there were so many great things. But there's a lot and, and continues to be moments of discomfort along the way. And I would say that was a thing. It's not so much a lesson that I didn't know before, but like, like anything, it's a challenge that going through it again through through this, I've been like, hey, then that's the, yeah, the, I, I'm growing through this. You know, I'm I mean, I learned we could pull off five podcasts in a week from halfway across the globe. Yeah, I learned yeah. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. That's pretty cool. I learned I don't need sleep. I thought I did all this yeah. time. I was like, I think I need to sleep. It turns out I don't actually need to. Yeah. Um, Michael Shields asks, has your experience with Serbian hospitality given you any ideas about enhancing the DMV? bar slash community experience not that it needs it i'm just curious i think as far as um maybe being a little bit more open like to the idea i think sometimes we're just so locked into the game because we're still working um essentially right. that we can't be great hosts and you know get to have that experience but maybe you know um a, a few more times that maybe we're spending a little bit more time before the show or um maybe i'm not trying to rush you know after the game to get home to just go straight to sleep stop so, stop stop, stop. <laughs> i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to sleep for sure but like i think that i'll try to like like put in more time where like hey this person you know made this you know trip all the way down here to make yeah. sure that they seen us let me give them a little bit more respect of you know, you made that sacrifice. I could also sacrifice for you. So Absolutely. in a way, it feels it feels selfish because I'm just like, hey, I really, really need this. But also, I do need to, you know, get better about being a little bit more open to those um, ideas and opportunities because a lot of people that we had touring us and meeting us and driving across the way to meet us and things like that, they they did make sacrifices. They um, are away from their families. They are spending, you know, money and time and, um, you know, effort to just make it a point to come see us. So I do think that I'll try to be a little bit more um, humble and gracious in, in, in that regard of spending a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. Everybody gives gifts in Serbia. Like we've gotten so many cool little little gifts while we've been here. We go to KK Joker. We, we're gifted stuff. We go to Sambor. People give us stuff. Um, this Rocky on the table. People have been gifting us Rocky all week, you know. But other stuff too, man. Like we've we've received some really cool gifts. Some like of them I don't want to spoil because like I think really, they're going to really show up on the, stuff, uh, yeah. the the vlogs. So really, really meaningful. We stuff. got a couple of vlogs that'll drop here in the next, I would say, forty eight hours, very likely. So um, you're gonna you're yeah, stay tuned for those. But they're gonna be. We, we've fingers. already done this, but if, if people are coming from a long yeah. ways away to come to our bar, we're gonna we're gonna hook it up. Um, I would say one one thing about like what what, what can you what can we translate over. There's that line in Pulp Fiction where um, the taxi driver, I think it is, Esmeralda Villalobos, asks him, what, like, Butch, what's your name mean? He goes, I'm American. Our names don't mean shit. I feel like there's a lot of meaning assigned to things out here. There's a lot of just like tradition and like, no, we do it this way and then you do this. And it's like, it's cool. And it's, 
they're just little things that you add meaning to, and then they become traditions and this or that. And at DNVR, we've latched onto a lot of things like that, not just from Serbia, but you know, there's little things that we've done that have become, I mean, we're very good at making things things. Like, hey, let's make this a recurring thing that we do. And when this happens, the music or what we play or this or that. But I think that's one of those things is like, how do you integrate that into the bard so that it's full of tradition mm-hmm. and full of things that when you go through, maybe you don't know, but it's like when you're there the first time, you're kind of like, wow, what is all this cool stuff? Like, I want to learn it. Like, okay, we do it this way. We do that. So we need a new theme song after Nuggets wins at the bar. I've got a couple ideas based on songs I've heard this week. Come on, man. Come on. We got this song. We have our song. We have, we have our song. I don't, I don't know. Oh, can you believe it? Did, did, hey, did Harrison just say he doesn't like the funky music? No, 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 no. In the bar. Oh, oh, I oh, see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I, you there. You think I would I, go away from the I, funky I, music? I, I, <laughs> Come on. I was about to get upset. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was about to be actually upset at you. I've never been mad at Harrison before. That would have been a first. Um, Colonel says, do you think that MPJ improved his ball handling shows um, to his last mixes, his last mixtapes? Just real quick. I think that he's worked on his um, ball handling. I don't think that he's ever going to be a ball handler, and I don't think that he should be a ball handler. Like You're you're one of the best and most fluid jumpers in the NBA. That's what you need to be. That's what you need to work on. It would be great, so sometimes he could put it on the floor, but I don't think that um, his role in the Nuggets organization, he has to be a playmaker or a ball handler. Yeah, I just like the competition he's playing against in these these runs, man. Like, he's playing against the Kyries of the world, the KDs. Like, this is – he's in it. Like, this is top-level competition. It's not like he's going up against, you know, like high schoolers or something. Michael Porter – this Nugget season is going to be so interesting, man. Oh, my God. There's a ladybug on my thing. Do you see this? On your computer? That's like a brown ladybug, though. I've never seen one it's that color. It's a Serbian ladybug. A Serbian ladybug. I've never seen that before. Hmm. Um, this Nuggets team has so many like weird moving parts. I, it's going to be so good. I know. Like, it's kind of like this trip. It's I don't know how it's going to come together. I'm a little scared. You know, oh, uh, I God. got a little anxiety going into it. Yeah. But um, it could be perfect. Guess what the anxiety <laughs> Like ours That anxiety was. It's back. It's back. <laughs> uh, last one here. Gregor asks, 1v1. One vers- one you versus Jokic, uh, two eleven. How many points are you scoring? By the way, it's not make it take it. I love that he said this to like to put the caveat on. All right, Dev, one on one versus Jokic. How many points are you scoring? Are the rules that uh, I get the ball each time? No, well, not each. No, time. No, I'm saying every time that he scores, yes, it's yeah, a winner take it. It just switches it off. Yeah. And by the way, you're playing American rules. This, sir, you don't hear uh, out, sir, man. This is the dumbest thing. I've actually seen this before. What? One time, this is such a weird flex, like a humble flex. One time when I was playing pickup in Nicaragua. But <laughs> 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 uh, I was playing. I, the same rule happened where, like, if you miss it, there's no taking it back. You just throw the ball up. So, say you shoot a jumper, you're nowhere near the rebound. You, other person yeah, grabs so it, shoots it, a layup, you're, you're just like, going to just be slamming against each other the entire time. It was the dumbest. It's the dumbest rule. Anyway, yeah. they play that, but we're not playing that. We're playing the yeah. real rules. Ones, you got to check it up to the top, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So it's going to be one to eleven. I think I'll bank a shot in. This is going to be the luckiest shot for sure. Just because I know I'm never going to stop him, so he's going to score all of 11 Of course you're times. not going to stop him. <laughs> yeah, so I got to get Breaking one off. News. Do you so guys I remember get one when off. Giannis yeah. couldn't stop him? He was backing Giannis literally into the rim. Into the rim. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'll score. That's, yeah. that's, that was the moral a three. of the story. You'll hit a three. Right. What about you? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going in to, to do a layup yeah. over him. I'll uh, get a basket. Hottie. One basket. You guys are both idiots. It's zero points. You would never score. Giannis tried to score on him the other day, and he barely got He got by on like 20% but of him. But Yoke, Yoke would bait us into the three just like he yeah, baited he's Giannis He's not going to guard us full like soon as we can. I will take know, that bait. That's why I said bait why he too. baited Giannis into the three because Giannis is good at getting around people if you play him too close. <laughs> you guys are not relative to what Jokic is used to. Jokic would full court press you if he needed oh, that would to. Be horrible man, and you he would also, not get around. He him. Also, he doesn't look at us and think that we're t- like a threat. To oh, him. so you he's think gonna, you would win out of just being feeble? I didn't say yeah, win. He I said a make point. a shot. Make yeah, a shot. he's just gonna be like, hey, you know, like I'm, I'm playing against the reporters, like whatever, and then I'm gonna try to Brother, score please. one time. One, only one of us got that answer right, and it was not you, and it was not you. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Uh, last ad break for you, Harrison, before you have to give the headsets up, okay. and then on the other side, we're gonna bring in the homies from behind the lens. I'm a bucket. Bucket of chicken. (laughs) The rugby club composed of crossover athletes. Hey, called the American Raptors. Dev ordered when he went to KFC. His order was, (laughs) "I'll have the chicken." 
Two people, two people's worth of chicken. To, to, to Dev's defense, Thank that's you. how it looked Thank on the menu. You. There, there was, was like a picture of two people and then an order and then a picture of four people and then an order. Those are the only two options yeah. I had. I I'll had take A or chicken B. Wing. I said the, the two-person order. <laughs> and now that I'm thinking about it, I should have went with the one with two people. I was, yeah. I'm was. i so mad. What was great about KFC, though, you could just order exactly the number of wings you wanted. Like we're seven talking, seven yeah. wings. We're Boom. down so bad. That we're talking Nine about wings. KFC. Boom. Oh, we're down that so bad. That was so good. Uh, the American Raptors, they are the rugby club composed of crossover athletes uh, here in Denver, Colorado. They're in Denver, Colorado, I guess. Um, they're Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. They've got athletes that come from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. They play at Infinity Park in Glendale. Their games are free. You heard that right, free. Head to AmericanRaptors.com and grab your free ticket for the upcoming season. If you can't make the game, AmericanRaptors.com will be streaming all of them from their website. Make sure to check it out. This next sponsor, it's it's helped get us through the trip. It really has mm-hmm. Athletic Greens. We've been popping some Athletic Greens every morning. Uh, they hooked us up with a bunch of travel packs, so we've been drinking those while here in Serbia. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've had more energy in the mornings after taking Athletic Greens here. You know, we've had some late nights. We hit the Splavs one night. We hit the town. We hit Red Bar. <laughs> we hit that down one the street. Uh, Red Bar, uh, well, that will forever be known as Red Bar. Um, but I needed Athletic Greens that next day to really give me some more energy and you know help my immune system out and get get me on my way. And that's what Athletic Greens did. One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Uh, so right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Uh, just one scoop of Athletic Greens into a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Athletic Greens, they're going to hook you up with a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, we just got a note from the homie Miroslav that they're going to be going live for Nuggets Serbia. You guys know. Miroslav. Come on, you guys know. The, the Chook? You don't know the, the owl? Oh, I, I know the Chooks. You, you don't know the owl? You know, know the Chooks. There's this one village, the Chooks. The the, he's like the king. Yeah, the Tampancha. Yeah, where the bad drivers are. You got to get up too, homie. You got to run. Yeah, I was waiting. Nuggets Serbia is going to be going live as soon as this is over. So if you guys haven't checked that one out, it's a great show. Um, and those guys can't. I wish I understood Serbian. <laughs> I want to hear what they. What if like their show is just like, you guys don't know the real DNVR. They're terrible, <laughs> horrible people. Horrible. Yeah, critique my driving nonstop. <laughs> Kelly, you want to come on over here, man? You're gonna have to. Oh yeah, you have to sit on the end, don't you, guys? Ladies and gentlemen, the man behind the the, the lens. Oh, Harrison lost his title. The real good-looking one. Oh, it's, it's Ryan Green. All right? right. Thanks for joining, man. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm, I was finally invited. <laughs> First time, long First time. First time, long time. <laughs> glad we had to wait an entire day. We weren't planning on being here to be on the ship, but no, I'm kidding. I know, I'm kidding. It's I'm so kidding. true, man. It's so true. And then over here, we've got Kale Sorbo, a.k.a. Super Producer Kale. What's up, guys? Happy to be on the show. This is my second time on the DMBA show. Oh, <laughs> This is only your second time on the show. You're on the show I, all the time. Yeah, like for little things. Yeah, 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 I pop on here or there, yeah. Um, so Kale, one of the cool things, just to kind of give a backseat, Ryan Green, um, you know, he does all video for us, like literally all videos for us. Um, and what's cool about Ryan is he's one of those guys that like, nobody ever tells him what to do. Isn't that true? Damn right. (laughs) You're damn right. You don't. (laughs) No, it's great. That's kind of why I wanted to come to work for DNVR because you were just like, uh, we like what you do with video. We like how you edit. So just go do it. And then, like, it's, like, first day at work, and it's, like, yeah, that's your desk. Or that's your desk. Actually, it doesn't matter. Just find a desk and just just go do something. Just start editing. Um, All right. Tell me about the trip, man. What what, what stands out to you when when you think back on this trip? What do you think is going to stand out to you the most? Oh, man. I mean, it it is literally just one of the better life experiences. It's not just, like, oh, that was a really good vacation. We had a lot of fun. You know, it wasn't, like, a trip. It wasn't, like, you know, it it was a lot of work, too. Like, I know know we've been putting out a lot of uh, tweets showing how much we're eating and drinking. But... Those just those are just the most fun to interact right, with. You exactly, know what I mean? exactly, and they, they, it it was. We did a lot of that, but uh, we did do a lot of that also. It, it really was just a like you just. I feel like evolved. I feel like I was a different person a week ago, right? And I just feel more educated as I'm sure I would if I traveled to every country in the world. All right. 
Um, but, but not like this. I feel like we got... Yeah. Like, I've traveled a lot, too, and I've met a lot of great people in this line. You get a great education. But this was one where I was like, the whole city was educating us, man. Yeah. It, well, the whole city knew us. I mean, <laughs> that, that was one of the wilder parts. I mean, again, you, you, you come, we came over here hoping, like, oh, you know, we have some Serbian followers. I bet they'll meet up. But, yeah. I mean, even today, going, you know, we're not even planning on being here. We were walking to just lunch, and a bunch of people, you know, said, hey, what, hey guys, how's it I, going? Oh, you're I, still here? And a dude on a Vespa did a U-turn in the middle of the street to come say hi to us. But again, and and then, but you just you just think of all the stuff we did in one week in seven days. We went to Sambor. We went to a Red Star game. We saw Giannis and Jokic. It was just oh like God. it was just like nonstop. And the the wild part about it was is that every day I was like, well, I don't know if it's going to be as good as it was yesterday. And it turns out it was. You know, it's it's it was just such a eye-opening experience and it's really something that like i'm not going to just remember one thing about this i'm going to think about serbia and then everything we did every single time i'll just be sitting there you know when i have to go back and just edit regular nuggets games now you know (laughs) and i'm just going to be it'll be 10 minutes of me reminiscing of like wow i'll be going back through pictures and videos it's i don't know it's It's, just it's funny you mentioned the pace because a lot of people are like you can't do you know in a week you can't do everything and it's true like there's Mm -hmm. so we could have been here for a month but i will say we got two weeks worth of stuff in in one week and we were thinking one of the things we've kind of been talking about because we obviously want to come back spoiler alert we'd love to come back and we want to find a way and you have to be a creative man. i want to come back without you guys <laughs> and we want to well i want to come back with you guys so i want like <laughs> and we keep trying to be creative about how can we make that happen and one of the things we discussed was a lot of our fans reached out to us when they found they were about we were going and we're like i want to go like uh, like could i go with you guys what if i was just there and i would meet up from time to time or, or what have you and we're thinking you know, and then we saw people saying like DNVR's done more for tourism in Serbia than like the, the <laughs> Minister of Tourism or whatever. And I, I hope thinking, that's right. What if you combine all these ideas? What if there was a year, two, three from now where we came back, did our similar trip, or you know, maybe add some different things in there, but also had the side tour of like I don't know what we'd get 20, 30, 40 people from Europe and the US that came out here, all stayed in the Ooh. same hotel, and then you know we could go to Ambar together, and everybody would you know rent all, out the restaurant. Oh yeah, rent out the restaurant. Like everybody has this experience uh, and you get to do all these different things some together with free time this or that but it's funny to think about how much we did if we made the itinerary that we did now it'd be like okay 4 a.m to 8 a.m bedtime <laughs> right right no, exactly maybe yeah, asterisk yeah, there's <laughs> no way you could ask a tourist group of people to do the schedule that we just no did, no 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 that would be that would be that's right. <laughs> do you want the authentic experience? Right. You're gonna have to do this, um, Kale. What's, what's when you think back on this trip? What do you think is gonna stand out the most? This is gonna sound cheesy, but it's the time spending with the fellas. My uh, guy, the, my guy. Potting with the fellas. Potting with the fellas. Uh, it really was just a great trip to be able to spend time with you guys. Great and group. Learn. You're so right. And then uh, on top of that, it's a quote actually that sticks out to me. Oh, man. Um, from we were hanging out with uh, Stefan Popovich from RTS the other day, and he was showing us around the Federation of Basketball, and he said Nikola Jokic's MVP means so much because Nikola Jokic is the perfect player to represent Serbian oh. basketball, and that oh. quote will really just stick with me for the rest of time yeah. for the rest of my life because I feel like I learned so much about the basketball culture and why Jokic, who's my favorite athlete ever, is the way he is, why he means so much to this culture because he is the perfect – his play style represents Serbian basketball in such a perfect way, yeah. and that's going to be my biggest takeaway. I think that's fantastic stuff, man, and it is funny. Jokic is that, but Jokic also feels like – there's been a lot of like – Denver high-level people, by the way, not just fans that say this, but people like Jokic was the perfect. Like, it was perfect for him to go to Denver, this or that. He's the perfect representative of Serbia. I think he's just the perfect guy. He's just the he perfect might just human. Be the perfect basketball <laughs> player. He just might be the perfect guy. All right, this is going to be tough. Kale, you did a photo journal. So Kale's a very talented photographer and a very passionate photographer. On his off days, always going up to the mountains or going somewhere new and just taking photos. That's like if you have downtime. You're, that's what you're doing. I'm taking pictures. You're taking yep. pictures, and you. This trip, it was so great. I wish I would have. We, we would have thought about it sooner. This trip, every day, just do or almost every day, just doing photo blogs. You're walking around. You got your camera. Take some photos. Pick the ones you like the most and share them. Um, and I think that's going to be a staple now of every trip. Kale's always on the road. Like Kale gets to go on the road a lot for 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 various different things. Now everyone, I think that's a new staple. Oh. I will be happy to do it. It better this be, was Kale. My favorite it part freaking of the trip better be. By far. Um, 
it, it, it just feels cool to be appreciated for the things that you feel most passionate about. And yeah. so I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be able sure. to do the photo blogs. And the response that we got on them was just huge. Ama- amazing, huge. huge. I mean, every time we posted hundreds of likes, I had a couple photos go viral with 1,500 plus likes and that type of thing. And so I, I just want to say thank everybody because it was such a cool opportunity to be able to share our experience through these pictures with you guys. Do you have a, t- a favorite photo or maybe a couple of your favorites from this trip? Mm. Uh, the one that went viral, which is sort of over a uh, hill with the bridge in the background, um, yeah. it's really cool. And then there's one I took that I tweeted out today. I called the beautiful game, yep. which is sort of framed by a bunch of trees. Oh, we're framing and, it. Yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> sort of framed office, by a bunch guy. of trees with, uh, a basketball that, a uh, statue that represents basketball, um, on, by the partisan and red star courts awesome. by the fortress. And so that's probably my favorite shot of the trip. Man, that, and that one's so perfect. It like brings in so many of the different little things from our trivia. You know, between yeah. the fortress and the statue. And the, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a really cool one. RG, we were playing oh. this game earlier. This is a tough one. Oh. All, every day out here, including this one, unfortunately, <laughs> including this last one, <laughs> every day out here kind of represents a chapter. Like if this was out here, you could have chapter, chapter, chapter. Yeah, chapter. yeah, yeah. What was your favorite day? Could you give me your top three or four oh, favorite? Man. If you had to rank the days out here, see, I feel like the I feel like the uh, Serbia Greece game day shouldn't even count. It started <laughs> with good. us on television again, right? Like, <laughs> and, right? We we were just kind of hanging out, and then we went to again, and then the meetup alone is is is, is it was an out of body experience. It, you know, you, you you pull up, you see a few people there. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking around, and I'm seeing Adam, you know, D-Line, Kale, Harrison, yeah. Brendan. All of them are surrounded by 10 different people. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, we're seeing, like, the, the people that we, you know. We didn't talk no to No one likes Harrison, we but, <laughs> yeah, we don't. <laughs> but it, it was just Harrison's like. alone in the corner. Right, and, and I think Dev was just talking about it, but it was like, oh, we should have started that meetup at, like, noon, right? And just had all that time to just try and talk to everyone because – Every time I talked to someone, it just made me, it, it was just a, a great human interaction. Um, and it's just, again, it's just like so surreal to think. And then you had the, the game, which was Yeah, like, and then you had the game, which uh, again, it's just like. Literally I, perfect. One of those things where I'm shooting pictures of Jokic and Giannis and I'm going, is this, I'm, I'm doing this, right? Like th- uh, this is my camera taking these pictures. It was just so wild, but. So that's the top day. That's obviously the top day. Can, um, I, can I say this trip worked out so perfectly? Like when we were trying to per- place it in, it, it would have been such a different trip if we, at one point, the game was going to be the first thing we yeah, did. Yeah, dude. I mean, and it's, that game was great no matter what. But if it was the first thing we did, first of all, Dev wouldn't have sat courtside almost certainly. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, think, well, how many things were different? The fact that that was the perfect culmination of a week is like. And it was the second meetup. The first meetup was great, but it was just like, I think the second meetup. And a lot of people may have messaged you like, oh, I, I wanted to. I just didn't. I, had I had known yeah. it was going to be like that, I would have yeah. come. And I think a lot of people did do that on the second meetup. Right. Um, but in terms of, so if we, if we take right. game. No, you can't take we, it out. That's number one. Okay, so that's number out, one. You just award it the gold uh, medal. But the one I really think is just like, especially for the fellas, it was Sambor. It was just so fun to see when we pulled up to the school, literally all seven of us just geeking out at seeing the, the mural and then <laughs> walking <laughs> in, right? Walking into KK Joker and seeing him on the side and seeing his locker. It was just like, no way. And meeting the dog that was choking on his, you know, MVP <laughs> announcement. Like it was just so wild to see that stuff. And so that was, I think, um, while it was awesome to be, you know, the DNVR Nuggets and, and meet everyone, I think in terms of just uh, time with the fellas, that Sambor trip was just really cool. Yeah. Do you have a third? Ooh, a third. Great host, by the way. Surgeon and Surgeon. Surgeon, Surgeon, Surgeon. Stoikov and Surgeon V, man. We gotta, we gotta, I always want to shout them out because of how great of a job they did hosting us out there, man. Um, man, a third? It's got to be. Red, yeah, it's probably Red Star. You're right. I, I was thinking Ambar the meal would because that was just life changing. But yeah. uh, the that game was also just one of those things. Like I cannot believe I'm here right now. Like right. It, you 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 see the the crazy European soccer games and you go, man, that looks like wild. Right. But then when you actually see the flare smoke, pause the game while the other section is just waves of humans just jumping up and down. I, that was just ah, oh, I. <laughs> 
the Broncos games are nothing now. Like I don't, I like, I'm sorry. Like you're, you guys are loud, but it's not that it's just, it was just, again, something, it was just so cool to see something that you would never thought you would ever see. How cool is it that this conversation highlights how many amazing days we had though, because we're, we're forgetting how many, time, like we're having a hard time picking between the these Star. events right now. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, it was it was special, man. It was a really good time. It, it's I'm so glad we got to do it with with seven, all seven of us. Yeah. Actually, how does Harrison cue the outro music? Do you know? Uh, so far right slider on the soundboard. Oh, oh he's soundboard good. far right slider. Oh, slide it up it. halfway. Slide it up about right there. Okay. Uh, and yellow button. Let's see if he gets it. Up a little higher. You little need to higher. Push it up higher. Oh yeah, there my you go. gosh! Look Perfect. At this. Beautiful. All right. This trip really was, I mean, it, was, it really was so great. If we get stuck now. <laughs> like, like hey. If, no, please don't let that happen. Please, please, please. Mm. I, it was funny. We were talking about all these perfect days out here and how everything is just lined up. And it just felt like um, almost an act of God, how like everything has like fallen Dude, perfectly into place. Absolutely. So that when we got stuck, you can hang out here, Kel. You, can, you got a second, man. You got no rush. So that we, Super producer. <laughs> super He always on his job. And so that it's when today's flight, when this thing happened, like there was a part of us that was like, something awesome is going to happen today. Like something, <laughs> there's, cool. there's, there's something like, I, and then no, it just was a day that we was, spent in our room. But I think it was good. It still was. Good. It was good to cool down. Um, but even if we are stuck here, guess what? You won't hear from us. We're gonna be uh, no more shows for a couple days. We get to step away from this for a little bit and hopefully get back to the states. I can see my wife, see my kids, see my dog, my cat, my dog. <laughs> there you and go. There you go, everybody. Hit that like button on the way out. All right, Kale, you can run over there now. <laughs>